Hey everyone, this is Natalie Satare, your makeup artist and beauty coach here, and today I am bringing you an amazing, amazing episode I think that is going to help so many of you prepare your hair and makeup for your headshots. I think that there is a lot of information out there that is kind of dated, wear your makeup natural, be conservative in dress, you know, try to feel confident and blah, blah, blah. Like I do think all of that is very important, but I'm going to dig just a little bit deeper, get you to think about how much your hair and makeup has an effect on your photos and the results of your photos. You really want to feel confident. You really want to feel like you're in your element when you're taking your headshots and you want to know your brand and you want to convey your brand's image through your headshot. And I'm sorry, you might disagree. I think your outfit is really important, but I think your makeup and hair is even more important because if you don't feel confident and you don't look your brand, you don't look like the image you're trying to convey, that's going to show through in pictures. I have so many old headshots of me where I'm wearing my silk blouse with my blazer and my hair is perfect and I have my fancy watch on and I'm doing all the poses and they are lovely pictures, but they don't scream who I am. They are just a really nice picture of me and I guess if I wanted to sell a house with that picture, they would work. Um, so this is an episode that is going to dig deeper and give five kind of big overarching pictures of how to prepare your hair and makeup for your headshots. Of course, of course, um, if you know and trust a makeup artist that's local to you, I would say hire them. If you already have your business established, that is a business expense you can write off. If you are just starting, you know, really consider the investment because you're going to be using these pictures probably for a while. Um, and if And if you really don't have it in the budget, Follow these tips, follow along, learn about makeup and skincare and learn about um, how these things can work for you and your brand. So the first tip I'm going to start out with is skincare, okay? Good makeup is only possible with good skincare, okay? And this is coming from somebody, I've had acne, I was on Accutane when I was young. It is a very sensitive subject. If you are struggling with acne or breakouts or hormones that are just keep flaring up and just kind of ruining or you think are ruining your skin, first of all, send me a message. Maybe I can strategize with you on some of the things that are working for and working against you. But sometimes we're just in those seasons of life where our skin is just not good. That is where a good professional photographer is going to help not completely even out the texture of your skin, but that is where a photographer who has your best interest in mind is going to help just kind of edit those photos so that you can look your best. But if you are just general day-to-day -day going on, you get the occasional pimple or breakout or you have an oily spot here or there, if you have hyperpigmentation, anything like that, um, I need you for the week before or as however long you have before your headshot, the day you book the headshot appointment, you need to drink some more water. That's pretty much a free thing. It should be. Um, you need to drink more water. We say it all the time. We read about it. We see it everywhere we go. Drink more water. But really, water is going to help your skin elasticity. It's going to get your skin healthy. It's going to tighten pores. And it's good for your skin. Not only is it good for your health, 
water intake is like very, very important for good skin. Um, I know when I drink more water, my skin is better. It's just kind of one of those things that go hand in hand. Another thing that you should consider doing is treating yourself to a facial, um, going to an actual esthetician, having them give you a facial. Now, I would not recommend getting anything that's really intensive or like the microderm, you know, I wouldn't do kind of extractions and things like that because I do think that before your headshot, you don't need to mess around with your skin. I do think a good, nice cleaning and a good facial is great but I don't think you need to like get the extra chemical peel kind of thing or microdermabrasion, anything that's going to possibly irritate your skin. Um, It might get better in a few weeks, but you don't have that kind of time. If you also don't have the budget, you can do your own facial at home. There's so many affordable um, face masks that you can buy, good quality ones. I mean, I would say if you really want a good quality one, you're going to spend probably for one mask five Five, at least $5 being the lowest. If it's anything less than that, I don't know if I would trust putting that on my face. I don't know how I would react. But anything that is a little bit of investment, you can do that at home. And of course, if you already have a skincare regime, great. Keep up with it. If your skin is kind of dull or if it's getting really oily, you might need to tweak that. I do have an amazing skincare guide. If you want a copy of that, you can sign up for it Um here, um, I'll put it somewhere in the show notes for this blog post. You can sign up to get your skincare guide if you are oily or dry or combination. It kind of outlines everything. And it was co-written by um, a esthetician friend of mine. So it comes straight from an expert. Um, okay, so skincare is numero uno. Like you cannot... I think that Pinterest and Instagram and social, anything really advertising, marketing, they kind of don't tell you how much editing goes into pictures. And I'm talking about good editing, right? So you cannot, makeup artists cannot change the texture of your skin. If, you know, unless we're putting on some prosthetics and we're not going to do that. So we need you to take care of your skin, especially before your headshots if you want your headshots and your skin to look your best because makeup applies beautifully on good skin. The second tip that I have for you is to invest in some really good HD quality makeup. Generally, these are brands that brands or lines that don't have a lot of SPF in it. There are some foundations that do have SPF in it that don't create a flashback as we call it in the industry. Um, but those are going to generally be pricier. SPF technology has come a long way. Um, some, these are three brands that come to mind that are commercially available. They're not really professional brands. Well, Makeup Forever is the first one. That is a semi-professional brand. That's one that you can get at Sephora. I'm not sure if Ulta carries it, but most of the major retailers carry Makeup Forever. They have an Ultra HD foundation, which is great for any of you with Um, normal or combination skin. If you have oily skin, they have a great oil-free HD foundation that you can check out. Um, Another brand is Becca Cosmetics. Hers is a little bit more full coverage. You can thin it out with some moisturizer, but there is no flashback. It's got great pigmentation. And then NARS makes a couple really great foundation brands and a really great tinted moisturizer. Not sure on the flashback, 
on the tinted moisturizer, but they also have an oil-free option and then they have just their regular, regular option. If you have oily skin, you need to look for the words oil-free or mattifying. Okay, if it doesn't have those words on it, it's probably not good for oily skin. And like I said, if you don't know what kind of skin you have or you need to learn what kind of skin you have, I have a skincare guide for you. The third tip for your makeup and how you're actually going to apply it on game day, on your headshot day, is to simply elevate how you look on most days. Okay. So I have actually recently been asked why I don't wear a smoky eye and why I don't advertise my business more through my makeup application, right? Why don't I, so why don't I wear really dramatic makeup every day so that everybody can know I'm a makeup artist? Well, that's not me. My, that's not my style of makeup. I love doing that kind of makeup. It's special occasion makeup. I do that for special occasions. So on a day-to-day, I like to wear and keep my makeup really natural. Sometimes I don't even wear makeup. I think that people get too wrapped up with, well, but I don't wear makeup every day. Like that's just, that's not how people know me. Well, then why would you have your picture taken with you in a full face of makeup? There are ways to wear makeup to appear that you're wearing very little makeup, but it still photographs beautifully. The quantity is about the same. The actual amount of makeup to create a no makeup look is about the same quantity of makeup it takes to create a dramatic look. It's all about application and technique and contouring and shadowing your face in a way that looks really great in a photograph. And I think that this is where people get hung up on. If you don't wear eyeliner every day and you don't wear you know, a bold lipstick every day, then having your pictures with eyeliner and a bold lipstick is not only going to probably make you feel uncomfortable, but people are going to be like, oh, these pictures don't really like line up with the image that you already have and have worked for. So that is something to keep in mind. Another huge, this is number four, compliment brand colors with skin, co- with skin tone. Okay, so I have this... Um, service called the create your signature look program and i created it because of so many um entrepreneurs coming to me with issues with their makeup for youtube or speaking events or whatever and one of the and i couldn't believe it one of the number one things that i kept observing is that they would choose a lipstick color or um, a shirt, a blouse, or a couple blouses and a lipstick that completely, maybe not even completely, but subtly clashed with their brand colors. So I had a client who had this beautiful kind of coral lipstick color that she loved to wear, but her actual logo at the time was red. And next to one another, when she would have her images and where it was on her website, it kind of clashed, like in a way that you wouldn't notice when I told her, let's change your lipstick a little bit so that it comp, so it's a red in this similar family. She was blown away. Her videographer was blown away. Everyone on her team was like, whoa, just one little difference brought the whole look together. So 
if you have elements of pink in your brand, make sure that if you're wearing any sort of pink, that it's going to match that or, or complement your branding. This is crucial because you're going to want to use these images on emails, on your obviously website, on your social media feed. Yeah, you can hire, yeah, your photographer could probably change the color of your lipstick, but you know, you really don't want your edit, you don't want your photos edited heavily. You want to look your best and you want your photographer to just do very kind of basic edits and you want it to match your brand. So for example, I, as a makeup artist, I generally wear all black with clients. Sometimes I'll throw in that little pop of color in my shoes or I love metallic, so I'll have metallic shoes on or whatever, but I always wear all black and I like to keep my makeup really natural and the only pop of color that I have is going to be in my lipstick or some sort of jewelry. So I tend to pick colors that will match the jewel tone motif of my website. So I might wear like a, a red with some purple undertones in my lipstick, right? And if this is totally over your head, just Google color wheel makeup or a makeup artist color wheel and learn what colors complement you and complement one another. Um, so that is a really, really big thing to consider. Don't overthink about it. Okay, if your colors are like gray and light blue and kind of a light taupe kind of color or khaki, you know, you probably don't want to wear a winged liner with, you know, a, a red lipstick. You might want to stick with the coral or you want to stick with like a maybe kind of more dark taupe color or you know you want to have like a nice gray smoky eye a light smoky eye if that's your style you want it complement you don't want to take away from you want to be able to use these pictures on any part of any publication that you have and you want it to scream your brand so keeping your outfit kind of neutral is really important unless you're like a tattoo artist and you want to show off all of your tattoos well then i would wear a tank top if you have like, you know, a sleeve tattoos or a neck tattoo, you want to show it off, but show it off in a way that doesn't take away from your picture. Does that make sense? Okay. And so that kind of goes into your outfit. Um, what do you normally wear to work, right? I normally wear all black and that's what I'm going to be photographed in. Um, I do think it's fun to change it up a little bit, but I will say there are kind of expectations in the industry of what you're going to be wearing when you're working. So if you're a photographer, you're going to want to wear something comfortable but casual at the same time, but also formal, right? If you are a high-end wedding photographer or a fine art photographer, you're going to probably be wearing something different than someone who is a natural light photographer for kids in the fields, right? So really be mindful of that. With your hair, the same goes the same exact saying goes for all of these things. Take care of your hair. Do a hair mask. Wash your hair. Don't do too much dry shampoo. Although dry shampoo on the day of your headshots is your friend, especially if you have long hair. If you have long hair, gravity is going to pull it down. You need to put some, you need to layer some dry shampoo in your hair so that during a headshot, you can just give yourself some volume instantly. I just snapped. 
Um, also your hair care. You want to, what I love to do honestly on days that I'm going to have my photos taken is I just go get a blow dry. I get my hair washed and dried and blow dried out. And that's pretty natural for me. Um, if you have naturally curly hair and that's how you wear your hair every day, wear your hair curly. People are going to be like, why, what your hair straight in this picture? I almost didn't recognize you or, um, yeah. And, and make sure to have good products in. You don't want to have lots of oils in your hair to bring it down. And yeah, if you love to wear your hair in braids, I think don't overthink it. You, I was going to say, if you wear your hair in braids or whatever, wear your hair in braids. I think that your personality and your brand needs to shine through. People need to, it's like the like, the no, and the trust factor. They see your picture. They say, is this somebody who I could see I can work with? For example, if somebody saw me wearing a huge winged liner with a red lip, they might be really intimidated by me or they might say, yes, I want to work with her. It really screams out. It it calls to your ideal client. Okay. So I hope that this helps. I hope this episode helps you. Again, if you need my skincare guide, I'm going to send the link so that you can sign up for that. And of course, I have my Create Your Signature look. If you did want to work with me one-on-one to really hone in on your signature look for your brand and for your professional image, I'm here for you. Just shoot me a message, natalie at nataliesaturay.com, and I will get back to you. I hope you all have a wonderful and beautiful day, and I would love to hear how your headshots went and if what piece of advice stuck with you the most. And with that, again, um, have a great day. Bye.